Hey, before we get started, I've got a special offer for you. It's not what you think. I'm going to do one email for you, a newsletter for you, absolutely free, and it includes a 20-minute phone call with me free. I'll create that email. I'll send it to you. I'll even upload it to your email system if you want. What you need to do is to go to my website and click the Contact Ken button and let me know that you'd like to take advantage of this and I'll send you details. Okay, let's get on with today's podcast. Are you ready to make more money, a lot more money? Welcome to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. Ken is a world-renowned email marketing expert. He'll help you 10x your business with email strategies that generate more sales, a lot more sales. And now, here's Ken Countess. Hey, welcome to today's episode. If this is your first time here, thanks for checking us out. And if you've heard a few other episodes or maybe all of them, welcome back to you too. This is one of the subjects that I am pretty passionate about. There are so many people I know of that spend a lot of time on their emails and uh, they wind up getting less than desired results. And so often, It has to do with something really simple. It's the subject line. So today's topic is standout subject lines. I'm going to teach you in the next few minutes how to really have an impact, how to get more of your emails opened. Of course, that's the first step, right? I mean, we do want people to then take some action, click on something in your email. So let me start out with just a quick definition or a framework of what we're talking about when we're doing marketing. I mean, you already know generally what it is, but when I say the word marketing, I mean something really specific, and it's important that we're all on the same page. My definition of marketing has three simple parts. You define an audience. That's a group of people you want to target. You reach out to them with a message that's specific to the audience, and then you want to get a physical measurable response. What's that? A click, a reply, a call, a purchase, a referral. All of those are actions that represent a decision made by a human to react to your message. So keep in mind, uh, keep this in mind as I talk about marketing, marketing campaigns, and the ways to deliver the most effective messages. You're doing these things because you want people, your clients, your customers, your donors, or your supporters to actually do something. So now that you know a little bit about how I frame marketing, try to think about subject lines as the gatekeepers to these next steps. If you can get someone to open up your email out of curiosity or because they're expecting something satisfying or informative, getting that open will lead to what you are marketing to achieve. After a subscriber decides to read your email upon viewing the subject line, the calls to action lead to these kinds of measurable actions clicks and downloads, visits to your store or office or maybe online store, make a reservation or appointment, even just give you a call. Now, because you're sending messages in hopes that the reader will take that next step, 
Crafting your subject line with those kinds of goals in mind will get you closer to getting these kinds of responses from your subscribers so that they, in turn, can respond to your message in the ways you want them to. Now, remember that your overall goals come back to why you're in business or <laughs> what's going to keep you in business to generate revenue or donations. And if the results you're getting don't lead in some way directly to that bottom line, then you need to evaluate why you're driving those kinds of responses. Email is really hard to beat. It's where everyone is these days for everything from updates from your bank or service providers to messages from mom or the kids and, of course, promotional messages from businesses you subscribe to and frequent. As it turns out, 91% of people like to receive promotional emails from companies they do business with, and uh, over 100% of people, believe it or not, spend more after receiving email offers than those who never receive any at all. And a huge percentage of people spend more after receiving email offers from a business than those who don't receive any at all. At the heart of all of this is the fact that emails are successful because of standout subject lines. If the subject lines don't grab your attention, whether they're from Amazon or your bank or your phone company or the restaurant or the boutique in town you always go to, those senders know that the subject line will make or break the success of that message and the calls to action included in the email to drive you to their business or to take a specific action. So crafting your subject line to persuade someone to open is absolutely key with email marketing. So that's what I'm going to talk to you about for the next few minutes. I want to bring to light how crucial subject lines are to making sure that your emails bring you more business and generate more revenue or awareness wherever people are viewing your email, on a computer, a tablet, or mobile phone. There's an art and a science to crafting compelling subject lines that inspire easy action that are intended to generate more business or awareness for you. And really, it's not as hard as it may seem. With a few tricks and tips and some practice and measuring, you'll be able to craft more compelling and interesting subject lines for your emails that will help your messages stand out on mobile and desktop. As a small business or a big business, you really don't have time to do things that don't work. So when it comes to your subject lines, you want to get into the habit of optimizing your subject lines to get the best results possible for your marketing efforts every time. So I'm going to talk about some easy ways to do that. About a third of people decide to open up an email based solely on the subject line. So the subject has to be a standout subject line, whether they're reading on a desktop computer or a smartphone or tablet. Let's face it, there is a lot of competition for our attention these days in our inboxes, but I'll give you some tricks of the trade you can start to use on your next email campaign to rise above the competition. 
And after a few campaigns of implementing what I'll talk about, you'll be a pro at getting real measurable results for your marketing efforts. Now, consider the impact of mobile. Why am I talking about mobile marketing on a subject line podcast? Well, more than half of emails are opened on mobile devices, and the average person looks at their phone over a hundred times a day. So your email could be one of those messages they're checking, and I want your message to stand out in a crowded inbox, whether it's on a mobile or desktop computer. Now, there are some things to consider when marketing to your subscribers with regard to mobile devices. Not all devices are created equal. They all display emails slightly differently, but there are some things that you can en- you can do to anticipate that and optimize your subject lines f- for optimal display on the majority of mobile and desktop devices. Now, one thing to keep in mind, as I said, Different devices display different lengths of subject lines. So what I want you to be thinking about is what's the lowest common denominator? What device is displaying the smallest amount of characters in a subject line? And as it turns out, it's an Apple device. iPhones, depending on which one you're using or what your customer is using, will display the first 30 or 31 characters. That includes spaces. Androids are a little more lenient. They give you a little more latitude. They display about 40 characters. But you have to be thinking about the majority of devices that your email is going to be viewed on. And with Apple and Android having about an even split in the market, you should be thinking about keeping your subject lines to somewhere in the low 30s in terms of characters, because anything more than that will get cut off or truncated. I'll use that word a few times in my podcast episodes. I have a client that uh, sent me a sample email not very long ago, and the subject line was over 80 characters, including spaces. So while the subject line itself was very engaging, the only way it would be seen in total is on a desktop device, and even then only on one that had a big enough screen to display the whole subject line. So I went back to her with a recommendation on a subject line that would show up for sure with some really powerful content in just the four words. And then on an Android, it would display a few more words. Uh, But that is bound to make a huge difference on the effectiveness of future campaigns. All right, so let me talk about why subject lines are important to your business, how to create good ones, how to write subject lines for both desktop and mobile, and then we'll talk about some next steps for you, okay? So let's start out with this knowledge. An email that isn't opened just isn't effective in helping you reach your marketing goals. So I want to talk about three words that you need to keep in mind as you go about crafting better subject lines. The three words are now, later, and never. 
Those three words will rule your world as a marketer and as a consumer or business person. Every email or social media post that you get and every one that you send falls into one of these three categories. Now, later, or never. Think about this morning when you checked your email. Whether you were aware of it or not, you were sorting your messages into these three categories automatically. Now, later, never. Now, it's important that you know this. It's important to know it both as a recipient and as a sender. How do you make sure that you are a now? You never want to be a never, obviously. And later? Let's face it, that's a well-intentioned never, right? You flag it or you tell yourself, oh, I'll come back to that. But nine times out of ten, do you? There are three reasons people open up an email. The first is they recognize the sender or the from name. So make sure you identify yourself as a brand so your emails are easily recognizable. In fact, according to a study, more than two-thirds of people reported that the organization who sent the message was a major reason for opening the email. The time they receive a given email is important. You want to make reading your message convenient to them so that they pay attention. So take a look at the analytics if you're already using email marketing. See when your recipients are opening your emails and send consistently at that time. And then lastly, seems like it would be most importantly, doesn't it? Was it worth reading? Does the subject line compel them to click on your message and read more about it? There's a simple method for writing more powerful subjects and headlines. It's called the 222 rule. The first two is for the two seconds you typically have to compel them to pay attention. The second two is for the first two words of your subject line or headline. That's really all they read before they make a decision. And it's not a decision about whether to read your message, but rather whether or not they'll even bother to read the rest of the subject line. So consider how you're reading emails these days. Are you reading emails on mobile devices like a tablet or smartphone? I know that I read on all three, tablets, smartphones, and desktops. So when it comes to reading email on a phone, keep in mind that if your subject line is too long, part of your message can be cut off or truncated, there's that word again, to fit the screen size. So plan for that. Test for that when crafting your subject line, and you'll have a much better chance of grabbing the attention you need today. And that third two is for today. Why does this email or message matter today? Today is the third two. If you can answer that question in your subject line or headline as close to the first two words as possible, more people will stop and at least open your message. And it's important to point out that you don't need to go to the urgency well all the time. 
meaning you don't always have to put a timestamp on it or say things like today only or by close of business or something like that. It's more about making it very clear to people that your message is relevant and timely in order to win that now, later, or never battle. So think about using phrases like, you won't believe what we have in the store, or exclusive phrases like, only people who read this will do this tomorrow to compel people to read it right away. Even if they have other things to do, if it's alluring enough to get them to open, think about those 25 cats who can't handle this hot weather type lists that people post on Facebook or that you see on BuzzFeed and how irresistible they are to read even if you're busy and you shouldn't be reading them. So I want you to think again about the 222 principle. Two seconds, two words, today. Think about your subject line. Does it clearly answer the question of why someone would open your email before the others in the inbox? Make sure your message clearly identifies the email's purpose. You can get creative and clever about how you craft it, but as long as you are alluding to an element of your email's content, the more creative your subject line is, the more it will stand out among the rest in a subscriber's inbox, and a natural curiosity will catch their attention wondering what else is in store. Here's a suggestion for you. Write your subject lines after you've written and designed your next email campaign. You'll have a much better grasp after that point about what the end goal or purpose is to your email, so your ideas will roll off your tongue at that point. But experiment with what works best for your creative purpose. Your goal is to pull them into your email. You can highlight relevance, usefulness, value, or educational value at the opening of your message to catch their attention. Or you can switch it up and do something unexpected or non-traditional or unusual. You can also use something called pre-header text. That's the teaser text as a hook that or a second chance to draw your readers into your email after they've considered the subject line because this space allows for slightly more words and it typically shows up just after the subject line it's where you want to take your subject line a little bit further by explaining or elaborating on your subject line remember that on a mobile device this is seen right below the subject line even if it's invisible to a desktop viewer. So customize the message to match the interests of your audience. And here's a pro tip. If you're segmenting or categorizing your lists, and that's a really good marketing practice, use relevant personal information that you've collected over time and position your subject line to match those interests. One that we use all the time is the first name in the subject line. Also, make sure to match your message tone to reflect your brand. Is it informative, sassy, funny, quirky, a thought leader? 
incorporate that element of your brand's personality into your subject lines in just a few words. And make sure you follow a couple of really important tips so you don't get flagged as spam. Make sure that you're not doing the kinds of things that spammers do because these are things that will likely get your emails sent to the spam folder or junk folder. Some of the spammy words that will make you show up in the spam folder fairly quickly is using uh, wording uh, that spammers use. I know I've used that a couple of times already. But don't excessively use the word free or act now or lose weight or money. Believe it or not, money is a word that can make you wind up in the spam folder. Uh, Fast, using that too much, that's a spammy word. Guaranteed. Advertisement. And of course, don't use all caps and don't use excessive punctuation, like symbols, like the pound sign or dollar sign or percentage uh, symbol. So if you need a reminder of what practices are in a spam email, you can always compare your subject line to what you see in your own junk mail folder and try to do the opposite of the messages that you find in there. And you can always check before you send. A lot of email service providers have a spam checker. Don't be afraid to use it. In fact, you should use it fairly often just to make sure that you're not going to wind up in the spam folder. So, as a reminder, a good subject line can be the difference between new sales or attendance to your fundraising event or silence on the other end. If it doesn't positively interrupt one's flow when perusing their inbox, your message will likely fall into that well-intentioned later or never category that I talked about in the 222 rule. Your subject line is a gatekeeper to higher open rates and better quality engagement from subscribers reading your email campaigns. Your subject line can produce measurable responses. Remember what I talked about earlier. New sales or more sales, more event attendees, fundraising success, and even audience participation, and higher engagement with your brand. These things individually may seem small, but there's no limit to what you can do with a subject line with a little creativity and technique. In a future episode, I'll give you some actual examples of great subject lines and some of the strategies that you can use, like top appeal, literary techniques like onomatopoeia, alliteration, allusion, chunking, and so on. Hey, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you haven't already joined my mailing list, go to kenisemail.com. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Everything Email Podcast with Ken Countess. If you like the podcast, tell your friends and coworkers about it. Be sure to visit kenisemail.com to sign up for Ken's mailing list. You'll get great marketing tips every week in your inbox. Have questions? Send Ken an email. It's ken at kenisemail.com. See you next time.
Hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode. Every week you get great tips on how to use email marketing in a way that makes you more money. With an ROI of 36 to 1, if you're not yet using email, you really should be. Learn more at my website at kenisemail.com. And if you'd like to learn how to work together, go to kenisemail.com slash packages. kenisemail.com slash packages. We'll see you next week.